You're listening to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ 750 AM. Every Monday through Friday from 8 AM to 9 AM, the Archdiocese of Chicago presents programming about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Thanks for letting us be part of your morning. Now again, Catholic Chicago. Welcome back, WNDZ, 750 AM, Catholic Chicago. Mark Tracy is here sitting in. That's me. Sitting in for Father Greg Sackowitz. Um, thanks to Father Mark Smolka for the first half of our show. Head of the Chicago Polish Ministry. He's a fine, fine young priest. A lot of energy. Great for the cathedral. And now, we're our second half of our show, we're going to be visiting with Todd Williamson, Director of the Office of Divine Worship and co-host of the Focus on the Liturgy radio program, but you're also on the TV program I've, I've seen with the Cardinal. Uh, and and I'm also a fan of Father Mark. <laughs> isn't he a great? He's just a great guy. Yes, I mean, he is. He's a, lot of, he's a hard, hard worker, but he's a lot of fun yep. to work he's, with. He's a, he's a good priest. Yeah, he really is. And uh, Todd, so you're going to answer our questions that people may have about Lent, but let's start, you know, in terms of, um, timely, yes, right? very timely. But let's start with because it's on everybody's mind: the coronavirus and the and our Catholic Church in here in the Archdiocese of Chicago. Could you give people an update? I can uh, I can talk about what has been put in place uh, okay. uh, at this point, uh, and so the. Uh, uh, the the directive has been made that uh, the sign of peace is given without a handshake, mm-hmm. um, and there's so many different ways that people can do that. Right? right? They can. They, they they. I I like the bow. I like the mm-hmm. idea of bowing. I mean, that's that's such a reverent gesture, um, bowing to another. And uh, uh, the uh, the the second one, second piece is the, the suspension of the cup, the precious blood, mm-hmm. and. Um, and all of those are are for safety, and pe- it's disturbing, and people get upset about it, and um, uh, they're 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 you know uh, might might be uh, angry that uh, uh, we're not at that place yet. We're we're it's not that bad here. All of these are just for the safety of our people. Exactly, and nobody knows right uh, how how this coronavirus might flourish here so to be well look at all the major events that are um being canceled the parade right uh old saint pat's right. their big event i don't know about mercy home they have a big event i wonder if that's going to happen um it's all precautionary it's yes. all it's all to keep uh to keep us safe right now um and it's interesting because our parish my wife and i and our daughter at saint gertrude's on grand oh Hall, yeah mm-hmm. and father rich before the liturgy um, stood up and went through exactly what you were talking about, and people got it. Yeah, people got it. Yeah, right now we're working on directives for um, Holy Week and Triduum right. because those are coming up. The you and know, those are huge, and they're especially yeah. at cathedral. Yeah, yeah. Now, um, 
How can people get this information if they want updates? Should they just go to their parish websites, or how does that work? Probably, if they're hopefully the the directives are on their parish website. If not, at the uh, archdiocesan website. Okay, Arch, give us that one. It's archchicago.org. Archchicago is all one word. A R C H C H I C. And would that would the directives then, if they're looking, be right on that main page, or do they have to click to your? Office? No, no. I believe I believe they're there's they're on the main page. There's okay. a there's a stamp that they can click on. Okay, great. Now let's move into Lent. Um, it's my wh- favorite season. <laughs> one of my favorite seasons. Yeah, we we did Father Dom Grassi. I don't know if you. Oh know, uh, yeah. Oh yeah. So Dom and I do a Lenten reflection uh, evening, and we did it last night at Sacred Heart in Palos. How was it? Beautiful. Yeah. It was. The reverence of people, the desire. In fact, Father Grassi uh, had said he was talking to one woman on the way out, and um, the gist of the story was that her mom had passed, and uh, she really couldn't find the the feelings to grieve for her. Yeah, and it, for some reason they were blocked. She said, "And tonight I started to cry." Oh my her. gosh. And oh I, my thought, gosh. I said to Dom, I said, maybe that's why we were there, just for that, yeah. that one person. Well, what about your thoughts in terms of theology and the spirituality of this? It's your favorite season, yeah. so the, why? Uh, I, 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 anyone who uh, listens to, uh, to uh, a Catholic community of faith and the mm-hmm. programs that are part of that, if they've ever heard the show that I'm on, They've heard me say this before, but uh, most Catholics think about Lent as uh, uh, they go into Lent kicking and screaming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a great well, line. It it's well, a great well, line, right? Well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they and they look at Lent as a as a dour season, a very serious, very somber. Well, it is. It is very serious. But I, I, you know, the 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 previous translation of the Roman Missal, the Sacramentary, mm-hmm. in one of the prefaces for Lent had this great line, and it said, uh, "Father, each year you give us this joyful season of Lent." I don't think most Catholics think of Lent as a joyful season. No, you no. Know, and the, I think, like Dom yesterday, one of his messages to folks was, "As you're walking through Lent, you're not you're not alone." God is with you in whatever whatever you're journeying right now. Right. And I thought, what a great message. Right, right. I, I, I can't say it enough. Um, the, the whole purpose of this season, it, Lent really, you know, Lent really only has one purpose. It only has, that one purpose of Lent is to prepare us to renew our baptisms at Easter. That's the whole purpose of Lent. Exactly. Now we're going to take a little break. Um, 7.50 a.m. WNDZ, uh, Catholic Chicago. And when we come back, we'll talk about fasting, prayer, almsgiving. Sure, the t- traditional disciplines. Okay, wonderful. We'll be back in a few minutes. Please stay tuned.
Where do you go when you realize that you or someone you love needs assistance at home? Where can you turn and know you will get sound advice that you can trust? Catholic Charities Home to Stay program offers competent help and peace of mind to seniors and to their family members. Our thoroughly trained professional caregivers provide companionship, assistance with seniors' basic needs, and help with light housework, all in the comfort of a senior's own home. Schedules can be flexible, so seniors receive only the help that they need and want. Most of all, Catholic Charities has the name and reputation you can count on, with more than 100 years of experience helping people at transitions in their lives. To learn more, call 312-655-7415. That's 312-655-7415. Make the most of each day with Home to Stay. Are you cleaning out your closets this winter? If so, Catholic Charities would be grateful to accept any gently used clothing donations that you have. Winter coats, boots, sweaters, pants, hats, and gloves in all sizes are always appreciated at this time of year in our community clothing room. Also needed on an ongoing basis are new underwear and socks for guests who come to use the shower facilities in our Pope Francis Ministries. And all types of professional clothing for men and women are most welcome in our Mary's Closet wardrobe. This special collection of dressier clothes is offered to our clients who are preparing for job interviews. Drop-offs can be made at 721 North LaSalle Street or at any of our regional locations. For more information, call 312-655-7700. That's 312-655-7700. Thank you from everyone at Catholic Charities. Celebrate St. Patrick's Day while giving kids the tools they need to build brighter futures. Hi, I'm Mark Schmelzer from Mercy Home for Boys and Girls. Support Mercy Home's March for Kids this month. You can provide kids in crisis with a safe home, healing from trauma, life skills, good education, and career development that will help them become successful, independent adults. Donate today at mercyhome.org slash marchforkids. Any gift made throughout the month of March will be matched by a generous donor, so your support goes twice as far to help kids when you give through Mercy Homes March for Kids. Donate today or learn more about other ways that you can play a part at mercyhome.org slash marchforkids. Thank you for your support. Welcome back, Catholic Chicago, WNDZ, 7.50 a.m. On your, on your radio dial, even though there aren't dials anymore on, <laughs> on radios. My uh, car has one. Uh, yes, oh, I still have okay. a dial on my good, car. Good, good, good. We're here we're with Todd Williamson, and we're talking about Lent. Uh, but I, during the break, I had asked uh, Todd, you know, this is not a usual job you know, the Director of Office of Divine Worship. And I thought maybe Todd could share a little bit of how did you come to this position? I, um, in studies, I fell in love with the liturgy, mm-hmm. with the liturgy of the church. It's just, it, it, and, and by that I mean all liturgy. When, when, when we talk about the liturgy of the church, mm-hmm. most people think mass, of mass. Right. But I'm talking the whole liturgical body, the mm-hmm. whole liturgical life of the church. So the sacraments and mass, certainly, but the liturgy mm-hmm. of the hours and blessings and uh, just our, our rites, our rituals are so deep and so profound. And they are such a unique way in which we encounter the living Christ. Mm-hmm. 
and, and I mean, that's what we say as Catholics. In every of the formal rites of the church, we encounter Christ. So where did you study? I studied at Catholic Theological Union here in Chicago. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Yep, yep. So, and, and the liturgy has been part of uh, every, uh, every ministry job I've had in my adult life. Now, what do you think, this may be an odd question, what do you think makes a good presider of liturgy? Ah, s- uh, someone who is, who is equally in love with the liturgy, ah, I think. Great answer. I think it's because, uh, and, and you know, the, the, the good presiders, and, and they could be ordained or non-ordained, right? right? Exactly. But the, the good, a good presider prays the liturgy, just doesn't go through it, doesn't, mm-hmm. doesn't just go through the motions, exactly. but literally prays the liturgy. And you can tell, you can tell when the presider is, is doing that. Well, and liturgy, they say in many ways, is a form of a drama, a high drama in terms of... But the best drama, somebody embodies right. that role. Right, right, exactly. History. Well, let's talk a little bit about what are some of the, as you look at, um, from your perspective, what are some traditional disciplines for Lent? The fasting prayer. Right, right. Well, those are, those are, I remember what I said earlier. Whatever it is we do for Lent, whatever observation that we make for Lent, we give something up or take mm-hmm. something extra on, the fasting, the prayer, the almsgiving, those are the three traditional ones. Whatever it is we're doing should, should, should help us to prepare to renew our baptism at Easter. That's the whole point of it. Mm-hmm. We don't fast just for the sake of fasting. We, you know, and, and there are many, there are many uh, uh, dynamics to our fast. We go without uh, and we empty ourselves by giving something up, by fasting, so that God can fill us, so that we can be filled with, 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 with God's divine life. Um, but we do that so that we, then that's supposed to help us to prepare to renew our baptism at Easter. And renew means living out our faith maybe in dynamic or different ways than we did before Lent. Right, right, exactly. It's, yeah, it's interesting. One of the gentlemen who remained nameless, but he was involved in almsgiving at Mundelein Seminary and had not been before but was very involved. And at one point he said to me, I think I found my vocation. Oh, wow, wow. And I thought... That's where almsgiving during Lent really would make a difference. It's not about throw a few more bucks in the basket. It's about, you know, how do it's I— It's about s- giving of yeah. ourself. Exactly. Right? That's, exactly. That's, that's, that, uh, yeah, exactly. It, it, almsgiving isn't just about um, charity. That's no. not what almsgiving is. No. Almsgiv- almsgiving is giving of ourselves, and that, can, and that can take many forms. It's not just financial, right? Exactly. Um, and then uh, prayer. We, we Lent calls us to live differently. We should be living differently during Lent, mm-hmm. and so uh, through prayer, different forms of prayer, uh, liturgical prayer and devotional prayer, uh, scriptural prayer. There's 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 many forms of prayer that we we can take, but uh, the 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 whole point of that is to be in communion with God the Father through Christ in the Spirit. Now, what are some special forms of prayer that are particularly? Um, Life-giving for you. Oh, oh, oh my gosh. Uh, the Liturgy of the Hours. 
Mm -hmm. uh, Liturgy of the Hours is... Uh, Can you explain that to folks? Yeah, I was just... Uh, so um, most, uh, most people think of it as the prayers that the priests and the deacons and the sisters and the brothers have to say. Mm -hmm. Liturgy of the Hours are the, uh, uh, morning prayer, evening prayer, and uh, they're actually ancient for our, our church, uh, and uh, they, they, are, they are very scriptural. They're, they're based in the Psalms. Mm -hmm. And so, for example, morning prayer it composes of, of three, three uh, uh, psalms, uh, and evening prayer the same, and uh, they're, they're prayed in a regular rhythm that really sanctifies the day, mm -hmm. makes the day holy. And puts you into a rhythm of... Oh my God, exactly, a rhythm and a pattern of prayer mm -hmm. that, um, that, that is, is steeped in the scriptures. Yeah, now as you, as you move forward in terms of your office, there are other things that your office is involved in. You want to explain to some folks what you're... We're, we're a, uh, uh, our office has two main roles. We're a resource to the bishop, to the Archbishop of Chicago, uh, to help implement uh, the vision of the church's liturgy in all of his parishes. And isn't the Cardinal's one of his degrees in liturgy, or what's his... He, he, he did, yes, he has liturgical so studies in his back. Toes, exactly, then. exactly. And, and the second role that we play is we're a resource for the parishes. So for all the parishes and anything that has to do with their liturgical life, we're a resource for them. We answer questions. We help them. Uh, uh, in in terms of uh, anything that they may need. So why don't we do this before we take? We're going to take a little break. Uh, let people know how can they contact your office. Our office, uh, they can go to the Arch website uh, and look for us there, the Office for Divine Worship, uh, or they can get us at uh, 312-534-8008. Could you repeat it one more time? 312-534-8008. Thank you very much. We'll take a break, and we'll be back in a few minutes with Todd Williamson, WNDZ, 750 AM, Catholic Chicago. Please stay tuned. attorney who's retired or semi-retired from your practice, Catholic Charities welcomes your expertise. Whether it's a dispute with a landlord, a concern about possibly being the victim of a scam, or an issue regarding family law, clients can feel alone in the complex legal system, especially if they are unable to afford an attorney. Our volunteer attorneys answer our legal advice line, offer one-hour consultations, and conduct legal seminars. They're dedicated to informing and empowering low-income individuals as they navigate civil law issues affecting their lives. Come in when your schedule permits and share your knowledge with grateful clients. To learn more about this rewarding volunteer program, please call 312-948-6821. 312-948-6821. Thank you for considering Catholic Charities Legal Assistance Team. This Lent, you are invited to participate in CRS Rice Bowl, the Catholic Relief Service's Lenten Faith in Action program. CRS Rice Bowl provides the opportunity to live out the Lenten practices of prayer, fasting, and almsgiving, while lifting up the stories of our brothers and sisters overseas. 75% of funds raised through your generous donations will support CRS programs around the world, while the remaining 25% will fund Rice Bowl grants for local programs here in the Archdiocese of Chicago. 
To learn more about current Rice Bowl grantees and to access CRS Rice Bowl resources such as Stories of Hope, videos, and meatless meal recipes, visit archchicago.org CRS. Optimism, confidence, a fresh start. These are the goals of Catholic Charities Hearts for Hope Dinner and Auction on Saturday, April 18th at the Cotillion in Palatine. Sponsored by Catholic Charities Northwest Regional Advisory Board, Hearts for Hope raises crucial funds for our office in Des Plaines that provides food, clothing, shelter, counseling, and other services to anyone in need throughout the year. This year's Hearts for Hope features dinner, fantastic auctions, and live music from 7th Heaven, one of the most popular bands in Chicago. Come join us for a wonderful evening as we work to make the future brighter for the people we serve. As our acting president and CEO, Kathleen Donahue-Coya, recently said, the chance to start anew is something Catholic Charities has the privilege to give thousands of people each day. For more information on Hearts for Hope, call 847-376-2118. That's 847-376-2118. Welcome back. Catholic Chicago, WNDZ, 7.50 a.m. Mark Teresi sitting in here for Father Greg Sackowitz with Todd Williamson, who's the director of the Office of Divine Worship. I wish the mics were clicked on during the break because we, <laughs> right. we had a wonderful we had a conversation, great conversation about, and we were talking about the role of RCIA in Lent, in liturgies, in the parish. And Todd, why don't you um, continue that conversation <laughs> well, and, and the importance of RCIA, and explain RCIA, but then that role in a Lenten journey for the parish. Right. So the RCIA is the Rite of Christian Initiation of Adults. It's the process by which uh, a a person is uh, initiated into the Paschal, first of all, into the death and resurrection of Christ and, 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 Doing that through the being initiated into the the Catholic Church, so it's the uh, those people who are seeking baptism and confirmation and uh, the Eucharist, uh, and and it's a it's a, a process. That it is a process of conversion, and it, it, every every parish is to have uh, an RCIA ministry, uh, and during Lent. This is this is one of the most important periods for those who are going through the RCIA. This is their final period of preparation before baptism. Remember what I said earlier that mm-hmm. Lent for for us has one purpose. It's meant to, to help us to renew our baptism. Mm-hmm. For them, this is their final pre- period of preparation for baptism to re- and, to receive it. And then our renewal is we join them as a. New in the church, but it renews our. It should. Faith. It should. That's yeah. what we were talking about during the break. the The RCIA, the the catechumens, the elect, the candidates, elect are those who have been elected for baptism this Easter, mm-hmm. uh, and and that's what that's how we refer to them, the elect. All right, and then uh, the candidates are those who are already baptized in another uh, denomination, and they are coming into the full communion of the Catholic Church. Uh, but they are they are a symbol to the rest of us, to those of us who have already been baptized. They're a symbol or a, an image of what it, what it means to be in love with Christ, what it means to be, a, a, you know, be on fire with the, the spirit of the faith. And, uh, and, and, and they're meant to kind of 
stir in us. And, and mm-hmm. ah, that's that's what it means to be a disciple. That's what it means to be a follower of Christ. And th- that's supposed to renew us. And don't we renew our baptismal vows yes. with them? Yes, yep, yep, exactly. On, on Holy Saturday night, they are baptized, and immediately after that, we renew our baptism. And then on Easter Sunday, uh, if you weren't at the vigil, you would renew your baptism and your baptismal vows on Easter Sunday. So if someone's listening and has that idea, maybe I'd want to join RCIA. How do they find? How do they find where to go? Every go, go to the uh, parish office. Okay. Uh, every parish has a, a person who oversees this process. And what do they say? It would just I, I'm, I'm interested in in becoming part of the church. Is there someone oh. I can talk to? Okay. And I was saying during the break, Dr. Ken Ortega and Father Bill Vollmer at Holy Name Cathedral uh, are doing a beautiful job in terms of building that program, that sense of hospitality and welcome yeah. that would then engage people. That is so key, yes, and and to help them encounter Christ, right? Right, To help them have a real encounter with Jesus Christ. And what we're learning at Cathedral, I'm sure other parishes too, the folks that make that commitment to the program and want to continue their spiritual growth also want to be involved with the community. Right. They want to get involved in some ways. Oh, my gosh. Well, the communal life mm-hmm. is a key dynamic to being Catholic. Exactly. You know, John Paul II said it beautifully. He said, uh, none of us is saved alone, but always as a member of the body, always as a member of the always community. that makes sense. Right? We, we, really community is, is uh, so key to Catholic theology and spirituality in the Catholic faith. Now, this time really just flew. Is there any last thought that you would like to leave with our listeners today about Lent or, yes. or maybe about Easter? <laughs> yes, just this. Whatever you're doing for Lent, make sure that it is, above all, helping you prepare to renew your baptism at Easter. And second thing, know, the, know who those are in the RCIA in your parish. Pray for them. Encourage them. Go up to them and tell them that you are praying for them. Yeah, show them. The hospitality yep. of Jesus Christ. Yes, exactly. Great. Well, thank you, Todd Williamson, the thank director you. of the Office of Divine Worship. This was a wonderful conversation. Catholic Chicago, WNDZ, 750 AM. Mark Teresi here sitting in for Father Greg Sackets. We hope you're up by now, and um, hopefully you'll tune in to 750 AM Catholic Chicago throughout the week. God bless. Join us every Monday through Friday at this time for Catholic Chicago. You can stream our programs live or listen to past programs by visiting our website, archchicago.org, and clicking on Radio TV. And please connect with Catholic Chicago on social media.